welcome back to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. Nolani Stevenson. Reagan Starkweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we're back. Here we are, all of us ready and present. Okay, so. Why did you say that like one of us isn't here? <laughs> Oh, you know. That was more putting the emphasis on us being ready. I'm preoccupied. I've been yeah, grievously exactly. harmed. I'm never going to recover. Uh-huh. Nolani's finger is burned. What were you making? Pasta. <laughs> Rip. I forgot that, you know, a stove that actually gets hot. Uh, gets hot. Gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, he'll presumably be fine, but send your good thoughts over anyway. <laughs> or dead. Knowing me, it's a real 50-50. <laughs> they call him Nine Finger Nani. <laughs> let's... <laughs> now you know why. All right, let's 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 do a little bit of a recap and then we can dive right back in. So um, the party has been stranded in some sort of... I don't, stranded is the wrong word. The party has been trapped, frankly. Deliberately placed. Let's call it what it is. The party has been trapped in the sort of dream realm of the dreamer. Um, a kind of pseudo Feywild where they've been experiencing a lot of strange things. Women will just put you in a realm. <laughs> Women will put you in a realm. <laughs> um, last session, uh, they went to a Fey party um, where Malachi and Reagan were briefly sucked into a beautiful dance while Finn had a conversation with Lizzie, your old friend from Still Sky. Um, Lizzie introduced you to her older Frenemy. sister, yeah, frenemy, her older sister, Cassie, and together the Dreamer's two daughters agreed to take you to the Dreamer's palace. Um, you were escorted to this castle sort of floating in the sky, surrounded by beautiful fluffy white clouds and rainbows and unicorns and all sorts of lovely things, where you were brought into an audience with the Dreamer sitting on her throne. Um, she was maddeningly cryptic and asked you to play a game of hide and seek, uh, which Malachi declined by attacking her with his axe. Um, you then began combat, uh, the dream realm seemingly crumpling around you with big cracks forming in the walls, including one especially big one over on the wall, kind of off to the left of the throne room. And... That's kind of where we are now. So uh, I'll give a little bit more of a detailed description of exactly the positioning. Um, where we left off, we had just finished the first round of combat. So we will be picking up at the beginning of the second round of combat with Reagan's turn. So, Nani, for the situation around you, um, you are still standing in the middle of this puddle of grease that spread out around you as a result of the ambient magic ping-ponging around the room. Um, in front of you, you have the Dreamer and Malachi, both kind of like right just a few feet from you, although I believe neither is actually in melee with you at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, Lizzie is off to your right. She's kind of shrunk back against the wall, kind of staying out of the fray, although she did just try to turn Finn into a doll. Um, Cassie appears to be sort of blocking the doors to the throne room, um, having dropped her guise of a goth teenager to look like a goth changeling. And between her and you are now these two massive creatures as the dreamer called in the dog and cat that you briefly saw earlier and they transformed into a large 
slobbering hound and a sort of panther creature with eight legs and a bunch of tentacles uh, drifting off the back of it. Tentacles don't belong on a land creature. (laughs) And then on the other side of the throne room from where Lizzie is, is this big crack in the wall that you guys have done some damage to and have managed to widen even beyond kind of where it was. So you could, if you wanted to, squeeze through the crack and fall into the void outside. Um, you, You can see kind of like clouds and stuff out there although the clouds are sort of ominously swirling around and moving back and forth, but you're not really close enough to get a a good look at what may be going on out there. So that's the situation as it stands. The dreamer has taken some pretty serious hits and she does look injured. And furthermore, her like whole form is sort of flickering in the, a similar way to the way the throne room is. Mm-hmm. Okay, take it away. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cast Thunder Wave. Epic. As, I'll do it as a second level just for shits. Um, okay. So can I get con saves from the two beasts and Cassie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Um, Cassie crits on hers. Um, so she manages to just sort of dexterously jump back. Um, and the cat gets a 17. Does that pass? That saves. But the dog gets a 11 and failed. This all tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cassie and the cat kind of both dexterously spring out of the way and the dog just kind of goes, as you knock it over. All right. So dog is going to take eight thunder damage and be okay. pushed back. 10 feet away from me, and the other two will take four. Okay. And not be pushed. Does that push knock the dog into Cassie like a bowling ball? <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit, although not enough to knock her over, too. It knocks the dog's open jaws around Cassie's throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Ending her. Okay, delightful. Back the fuck off, you blue me. You fucking. <laughs> not those guys again. You bold blue bitch. You. you you pool ball number eight, solids looking ass hoe. She kind of sneers at you and she's like, I can look like anything I want. I'm just focusing on other things right now. Yeah, so you're choosing to look like a kickball? Ha, <laughs> cringe. <laughs> she like sticks her, she's like, whatever. I whispered to Nurgle, what's a kickball? Reagan just invented a whole bunch of games. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to move out of the grease? Yeah, sure. How about I could do that? Okay. <laughs> I can move out of the grease. <laughs> cool. Um, you move out of the grease, but otherwise stay generally kind of in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Cool. It is now the hound's turn. Um, the hound. Wow. That's exciting. The hound can fly, apparently, which I didn't notice <laughs> was in the stat Wow. <laughs> so just, me? just for fun, it doesn't, Underdog. Really, it doesn't really need to, um, but just for fun, is going to fly toward you, Reagan, since you just uh, pushed it back, and it's just going to try and bite you. So that is a 24 to hit. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, you take... You take 12 piercing damage as these giant teeth uh, clamp into you. But that's its only attack, so it bites you um, and kind Ah. of like shakes you around a little bit like a chew toy. Uh uh 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> Reagan makes a squeaky toy sound. Uh, then that will be the lair action from all of the magic that is still just kind of swirling around here. Um, so can I have someone roll a d4 for me, please? Uh, I rolled a four, Hannah. Cool. Is it? Cool. It is, actually. Um, I am going to roll a d100 is what that means. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> you guys see uh, the magic beams that are pinging around the room. Um, one of them strikes directly into the dreamer, but she manages to- I knew the beams were on our side. You, you watch as she kind of like throws up her hand, almost like she's catching it and kind of just like grabs onto the magic and brings it swinging around. And uh, these seven like bolts of light this bitch. Go arcing out from her hand as she is able to cast magic missile as a fifth level spell. Um, she's going to send two darts at Reagan and Finn and three darts at Malachi. Ah. So Reagan and Finn take uh, six damage each and Malachi takes nine damage. Ooh. Force damage. Also, I'm resistant to spell damage and that was magic missile as a spell. So I would only take five. Wait. Do we round down? I forget. You So technically, I was rounding for you, and technically that's oh. three attacks that are three each, which is actually better for you because it's halved and then rounded down. So it's three separate instances of damage, so you actually only take three damage. Oh. Because each instance of three damage gets halved to one. Does oh. that make sense? Ah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Cool. The dreamer sort of smiles, and she's like, okay, um, sort of like re regaining her control of the situation. Um draws herself up a little bit as the magic of her own throne room does not harm her. This is the last time I trust a beam. That is going to be Cassie's turn. Um, she is going to lean around and cast a spell at, mm, she'll cast it at Finn. Ah, how do you like that? She kind of like points with her fingers and this, this ray of green energy comes out of the tip of her finger. Um, she has to make a ranged spell attack. Oh no, hooray, it's probably in league with the beams. <laughs> yeah, does a 14 hit you, Finn? No, it does not. Okay, the ray goes wide and does not hit. Nurgle swallows it. <laughs> <laughs> Saving me heroically. <laughs> okay, uh, Malachi, that's you. Um, so those potions of make your weapon magic. Magic blade oil. Was that something that Finn was holding onto? It's on Andy's character sheet, but if you okay. guys, like, you are all smart enough to have been like, Malachi is the one with a weapon that this might need to be put on. Um, so if you want to say that Malachi had one, I'm comfortable with that. You guys have a lot of downtime. Yeah, that makes sense. Was there more than one? It's one bottle with three doses. Gotcha. All right. Question. Are the creatures that she created, are they fey? Yes, they are fey. Okay. And for that magic weapon thing, how long would it last if I were to apply it to my weapon? I believe it lasts one minute. Okay. Um, another question. Hannah. Yes. If something is turned by turn the faithless, does it being turned mean, what does that mean? Yeah, God. Like, does that mean it won't attack us? Or oh, like... for Wizards of the Coast to be more clear about what the fuck turned means. Um... It just spin around in a circle. Oh, okay. So it, it can only use the dash action exactly. or try to escape. Okay. So it can't attack if I, or if it works and they fail. 
Correct. As long as they fail the save and as long as no one attacks them, as long as they don't take right. damage. Oh, so it works the way I thought the frightened condition works. <laughs> All right. This is worth a try. Everything, Everything's within 30 feet of me, you said? I think you can get everyone within 30 feet of you, but it would require leaving the dreamer's melee range in order to get Cassie because she is like way back by the doors. Like she she moved herself away from the fight. So if you mm. are willing to leave the dreamer's threatened area, then you can get everyone. I, I don't think that I am. Okay. So you can get everyone other than Cassie. We can probably handle one bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then I am turning the faithless. Cool. Malachi just shouts, hey, Faithless, get lost. So you catch both the beasts, Lizzie and the Dreamer in this. Um, I'll roll for the, the cat first because that's the stab luck I have open. Fails with a six. Yay. The dog also fails with a nine. Yay. For just a moment, Finn feels a slight twinge and a compulsion to be turned, but he shakes it off. <laughs> Lizzie passes with a 21. Fuck. The dreamer gets a 17. Does that pass? <clears throat> My one. <clears throat> okay. So Malachi, you you switch your axe to one hand and you grab your holy symbol. Um, as you pull it out, there is this incredible blast of sunlight through the entire room. Um, this light that just goes blasting out from you like a solar wave. You see the dog that was like in the middle of chewing on Reagan's shoulder um, drops him like a like a dog dropping a squeaky toy. <laughs> Good boy. Um, and just like turns and goes running away. So it starts to go running away. Is it in its true form? Yes. Okay. And there is kind of like a, a ripple over its form as you see it momentarily like flicker back to being the little puppy you'd seen and then go back to being this big hound, which is clearly its true form. Um, a similar thing happens to the cat. It kind of flickers back into a, a little cat and then into this big beast. And it had been just about to pounce on you um, and instead goes kind of like shrinking back toward the door. Um, Lizzie kind of also, you see her form briefly flicker as she sort of like throws up a hand to block the light. Um, and the dreamer, her form sort of like wavers for a second. And for an instant, you see a, a mass of kind of like eyes and flesh and these like twisted looking eye stalks before she goes back to looking like the archfag. So you're just eyes? Is that it? <laughs> she glares at you and she goes i am what you see before you this this is my form god no wonder you're spying on everyone you have nothing else you can do she looks very frustrated um and she says you don't even have a mouth <laughs> yeah you cringe oh my god we're doing thought speak right now oh if i don't have a mouth how am i talking hmm Bag of uh, you're an animorph. Bag of eye stalks, looking what? like a uh, looking like I. Uh, sp I yeah, I think Malachi got it. You're an animorph. Andalite looking motherfucker. I spilled golf balls. <laughs> I don't even know what an animorph is. Sure, has eye stalks. Have never heard of the animorph. Um, also, I talk to people without my mouth all the time. Only fish. What do you mean only? <laughs> Malachi, do you have a bonus action that you want to do? Yeah, I think I'm just going to uh, douse my axe with the potion of make it magic. Nice. Temporarily becomes a magic axe that will do full damage. It's magic blade oil. How many times do I have to say it? <laughs> I oil up my axe. 
really slowly and sensuously while staring at her. Mm, great. Um, okay, that is Lizzie's turn. She is going to point at Malachi because that was pretty scary. And yeah, um, Malachi, I need a wisdom saving throw from you. 21, I think. God yeah. damn, you guys have passed all my fucking saves this combat. <laughs> I don't think I've done a single thing that has worked. Um, okay, Malachi, you briefly begin to see, for a second, your head is, is filled with these illusions of, it, it starts out as just kind of like shadows, and then gradually more and more you're beginning to see kind of the the shapes of battle, but not the kind of battles that you've been in recently with your friends beside you, but like the battles that you fought in as a soldier. Um, and for a second, you're almost like transported back to that moment. Um, but you manage to shake it off, push past it, stay grounded in where you are. How many times do I have to tell you to stay out of my fucking head? And are not affected. Lizzie stamps her foot. Get a life, Lizzie. Stop, <laughs> stop spying on ours. <laughs> That is Finn's turn. Uh, okay. So I'm just sort of standing off by myself, right? Yeah, you started to move over toward the crack in the wall, so you're kind of over on that side of the room, and Reagan's on that same side of the room, but he's more central than you. So I'm not near Malachi? No, but you can get near Malachi if you want. Will I take opportunity attacks? No. You can just kind of run over there. All right. So I run across the room to Malachi, and... I run up, I place my hand on him, ah. and I say, go get her. And then nothing happens. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And then I go back <laughs> into my pockets and rummage around for a little bit <laughs> until I pull out the scroll of true seeing that I took from Dr. Retval's lab. Okay. And then I cast true seeing on Malachi. Ah. Okay. Cool. Finn? Here you go. I know how much you hate illusions, Malachi. <laughs> Malachi, Finn pulls out the scroll and kind of like very quickly reads through these arcane words. Um, and you, for a second, your whole field of vision goes white. What'd you say? And as the spots kind of start to clear from your eyes, you see around you a, a few things. Um, to start with, you can now perceive like the whole throne room the whole palace around you, it it almost looks like translucent. Um, you get the feeling of, you, you have just had a spell that allows you to see through illusions cast on you in a plane that is essentially entirely illusion. Everything here is built from, it looks barely substantive. Like it is, you, you realize that you're kind of standing on a like, a paper plane, essentially, that is, like, made of of these stitched-together illusions that exist, you know, in a way that is corporeal, but also, as you're seeing it now with the, the clarity of this spell, is also not entirely real. Um, the most real-looking things in here are Lizzie and Cassie, who do appear to be real physical beings in the same way that you and Reagan and Finn are. Um, the dreamer, what you now see, you don't see the beautiful Archfey that had appeared to you at first. Um, you also don't see the kind of flickering, just like mass of flesh and eyes that you had seen Blech. a second ago. Um, instead, you see a being that is somewhere in between. 
She's wearing the same dress that the Archfey form had been wearing. And she has a humanoid shape. There's like a head and arms which are currently kind of outstretched to you. You can still see that that sort of acidic glowing green in her eyes from the spell that she just cast on herself last turn. But you can also see these sort of like extra appendages, these extra eye stalks like sticking out of her shoulders, almost like some strange like growths, um, kind of like floating above her, these eyes that are just looking all around. Um, she looks ancient, um, like she is this very, very, very old being. And she is an approximation of what a human or an elf would look like, sort of stitched together from something that definitely is not human or elf. And she locks eyes with you, as you can see, she sort of, um, you guys, Reagan and Finn, you can see that Malachi's eyes are glowing a little bit blue, kind of mirroring the dreamer's eyes, which are still glowing green. And you see that she can sort of tell that you can see her. And the other thing that you notice is that this form too looks somewhat translucent. And you sort of get the clarity that the dreamer is not necessarily here, at least okay. not in the same way that you guys and Lizzie and Cassie are. She is tied to this place. This thing that you've been attacking is a manifestation of the dream and like an avatar of the dream more than anything else. Well, that solves that problem, folks. Damn. Does it? <laughs> it does because it means we can't kill her here and now because she's not here. Yeah, and I will say, true seeing, in this situation, it gives you a sort of insight into the situation in general, yeah. that you think killing her where she stands right here would destroy the dream, but the dreamer herself is dreaming somewhere else. Is not technically in this plane, yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay, so that is actually very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many eyes would you say she locked with Malachi? <laughs> um, I would say eight. Whoa. <laughs> the kind of eyes that are here, and then all the eye stalks sort of swiveled to look at him. You guys can see Malachi's, like, faintly glowing eyes, like, trying frantically to look between all eight eyes at once. <laughs> <laughs> Is she eyes, Malachi? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Andy, you still have a, a bonus action if you'd like it. Okay. And for my bonus action, are there any enemies within range of where I left my tentacle back where I was standing before? Uh, the dreamer. All right. And I think she's the only one now that the beasts are turned. All right. Well, some of those eight eyes are going to get slapped <laughs> by a tentacle. Okay. Malachi doesn't say anything for these first few seconds that he's seeing. He's just taking it all in. Uh-huh. 23 to hit. Hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Six damage. Okay. And then I'm going to bring my tentacle over so it's standing next to me. And then I'm going to take a few steps away from Malachi, okay. so I'm still within aura range, but not within, I don't know, like a five-foot cube, perhaps. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, just theoretically. Um, okay, awesome. Malachi, what do you see? Uh, um, this isn't, uh, what you're seeing is definitely not her. Um. Oh, wow, she couldn't even be bothered to show up in person. Hey, Dreamer. So, uh. So this is what you really look like? A bunch of eyes in a dress? Very clever. Why disguise yourself at all? What does it matter? You think I- You're beautiful the way you are, dreamer! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she she kind of glares over at Finn and she's like, you think I want to look like this? No, that form, what I showed you, that's my true form. I mean, I think writhing masses of eyeballs and tentacles look incredible, frankly. I'm not lying. What? <laughs> Wait, she's what? <laughs> Hold on, that's, that's not quite what I'm seeing. No tentacles? All right, stocks, same thing. No, she's still wearing her dress. <laughs> Oh, that's that's fine. That's worse. All right, let's let's not let's not. <laughs> she sort of like gestures with her hands to Reagan, like you see what I'm saying. Well, if it, if I mean, if that were your true form, what would I be seeing right now? Am I right? This form is temporary. Yeah, free the nipple. Cause you couldn't even be bothered to show up. I think her response to that is going to be... That's not an invitation. Her response to that is going to be to attack you, um, but Nurgle is technically next for her turn. Would you like him to do anything, Anna? Aha! <laughs> uh, he's going to give me advantage on something, okay, whatever great. I do next. <laughs> awesome. Um, the Dreamer is yeah, going to attack you, just like I said. Um, I feel like I should have said something cooler there, but really I'm trying just to figure out which eye to look at here, so... At this point, she's kind of sick of you guys. So... Well, I'm not too crazy about her either. Do <laughs> you ever even let your walls down for your daughters? Um, she holds up her hands, and you see Malachi that, like, the the eyes sort of, like, all turn to look at the magic she's doing, like, as if it's, it's sort of uh, like a concentrated effort. And she... What's that? <laughs> sort of twists the air around, and this inky green cloud um, starts spreading out from her hands. This dense fog that sort of like drifts down and seeps always with the fog over to um, it's going to cover Finn and Malachi. Um, But you can see that it is sort of like continuing to spread and will spread to reach Reagan where he is right now, but has not done so yet. Um, And she just sort of spreads that out across the ground. Cut it out. It does not do anything right now, um, Hmm. but it will do something on the start of your turn. Not you getting Dutch ovens out here. So the, the area is heavily obscured. Um, It blocks vision entirely. So you guys are both- What about the fact that I'm true seeing? Oh, great question. Um, one <laughs> second. I'm looking at the spell. Um, also, the fact that she's glowing. Oh, yeah, she's branded. Yeah, she's branded and glowing. I actually think this successfully blocks True Sight because it's just True Sight doesn't make you immune to the blinded condition. That's blind sight. I'm blind? That's what Heavily Obscured does. What? Then why wouldn't it be totally obscured? <laughs> I'm, se- I'm dead serious. Know, no, great question. Um, I don't have an answer for you. Hold on. Um, yeah, a heavily obscured area blocks vision entirely. A creature effectively suffers from the blinded condition when they're trying to see something in that area. Even with the light she's shedding in a five-foot radius, which includes me? Yeah, my apologies if someone can call me out on this, but I think... Heavily obscured, I think, gets around all of these. Um, what did I even brand you for? You still know where she is. The only thing that this allows her to do is step out of melee with you without an opportunity attack. She's just going to back up away from Malachi and kind of back in the general direction where Lizzie is. Um, you can still see her kind of past the fog because you're essentially right at the edge of it, Malachi, because that's where she put it so mm-hmm. she wouldn't include herself. But she moves away from you. Okay, um, that is the cat's turn. It never got to take a turn where it was your enemy. It is just going to 
go sprinting out of the throne room, kind of like bounds over Cassie's head as she's kind of like, bad kitty, um, as it runs away. <laughs> ah, we'll never know what his deal was. And Reagan, that is your turn. Um, You can see the dreamer just fine. Mal, what, what should I do, Mal? Uh, I can't really see what's going on that well, but- <laughs> You're getting hot boxed. Yeah, and it's not even fun. Uh, attack or, or, or ditch. Whichever you prefer, really. Ugh, all right, fine. Lizzie, short stack, come here. What? No! (laughs) All right, fine, I'll come to you. I'm gonna go try and beat up Lizzie. Okay, cool. Listen to Reagan, Lizzie! Are you making an attack? Yes, I would like to. (laughs) Sick, go for it. Oh, because you raged. I did. Oh, so that damage should have been halved. So your death hound damage should have been halved, yeah. Hmm. So add six back. (laughs) Ho, ho! Okay, so I'm going to going to stride, and it's a 16, and I have a plus seven, so it's gonna hit. That hits, yeah. Go ahead nice. and roll damage. That's my hammer, two-handed, and I'm going to use menacing attack on that. Okay. Nice. Uh, 13 bludgeoning damage, and I need a wisdom save, please. Okay. Yeah, you dumb kid. (laughs) Ooh! Yeah, that's only a 13. Uh Uh-huh. She is now frightened of me. Cool. (laughs) Because I just stalk over there like a fucking man on fire and beat the shit out of her with a hammer. (laughs) She goes, hey, hey! Ah! Yeah, you know how men on fire are always stalking places? Uh, Cool. Yeah, she's frightened of you. That's what they say, stock, drop, and roll. And you just let me say something that sounds vaguely cool for just once in my life. (laughs) My favorite part of the Hunger Games was when PETA smacked a kid with a hammer. Do you have anything else, Nani? (laughs) Uh, no, I will end my turn. Okay. Um, The dog also runs out of the room. Bye. Can someone roll a d4 for me, please? Two. Okay, uh, roll me a d100, Andy. Ha! Ha ha! Hannah, I'm taking it really personally that I'm number three. <gasps> Why? Why? <laughs> it's because she saw me most recently. I guess. I really think it was just I listed, and I just listed the names as they came to me. 63. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, Is it um, Grease again? <laughs> no. Um, so... In the middle of this green cloud that is around you, um, a a second cloud (laughs) spreads out (laughs) from Finn as this sort of, like, inky black cloud kind of, like, mingles with the green cloud. We told you Um, not to release the bladder. Oh, I didn't know I could do this. You're just now inside two two clouds uh, layered over each other. Maybe the fogs will cancel each other out. <laughs> they don't seem to be canceling each other out, but they are both there. Curses. Cool. <laughs> Great. Uh, does this, the, bla- the inky black cloud, change our situation at all? I don't think it does. I'm looking at the spell to make sure, but I really think it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it's even the same size, although it's centered on Finn <laughs> instead of where... So does it get the dreamer, then? We're making a foggy Venn diagram. No, because she, she would have had to be further back from you guys in order to not. Oh. Because of where the dreamer put the spell she cast, it doesn't overlap <laughs> with any of your enemies. Um, 
Cool. <laughs> That's going to be Cassie's turn. Um, she She's going to lean around, and Reagan, I need a wisdom saving throw from you. For Christ's sake. And I'm not in aura? You are not. That's too bad. That is too bad. 17. Sure, yeah. Um, you feel your muscles briefly start to freeze up, um, but you manage to kind of push past it. The sheer force of my rage, I just flex. You guys are going to roll terrible in the next fight, I'm sure. Uh, that is going to be Malachi. That is your turn. Malachi, at the beginning of your turn, I need a constitution saving throw. <gasps> 26, so... Sure. Um, you still take half of this, though then it'll be halved again because of aura of warding. Haha, <laughs> get fucked, Cloud. Not Finn's cloud, the other one. I hope you're not talking about mine. No, no, I did specify the green cloud. <laughs> oh, good. Then agreed. <laughs> okay. 19 halves to 9 halves again to... 4. 4, yes, 4. Um, halves again to 4 poison damage that you take, and you are not considered poisoned. Sick. Congrats on not being poisoned. I'm still not even bloodied. However, you are still in this cloud. Um, in both mm. clouds, even. <laughs> and can't see anything from your current position, although you know where the dreamer is because she is glowing. Yes, and I know also can just step out of the cloud technically, right? <laughs> yeah, you are You were right at the edge of it, so you can just step out of the cloud. All right, I'm going after that. Uh, whatever she looks like. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> the thing. Yeah. The being, entity. That's the right word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malachi's going offline. Get it? He's leaving the cloud. Thanks. I'll be uh, here all week. <laughs> that was great, Nani. All right. I mean, I feel like she kind of does look like the thing, as in the John Carpenter. Yeah. Whereas Malachi looks like the thing, as in Fantastic Four. <laughs> I step out of the dreamer's cloud. Uh -huh. I'm still in Finn's cloud. Sure, for sure. But I can see her. <laughs> um, that would have been more effective if it covered the whole room, I think. Um, don't give her ideas. I don't think we're done here. You don't get to mess with me for, like, however long it's been and then just, like, run away. So I'm going to attack her, I guess. Go for it. Yeah. Dirty 20. Hits. And you, you do the full damage to her now because your axe is magic. <gasps> it sure is. Oh, my God. I forgot. Should I smite? Why not? Fun little treat. Could be better. Could be worse. 22 damage, and so that's all magical now, so okay. it doesn't, I don't have to separate it out, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. She's looking pretty hurt. I'm going to attack her again. Okay. Oh, 27. Hits. 12 damage. Okay. Which is also magical. Yeah, she's looking very, very hurt, I would say. <laughs> um, she needs to make concentration checks. <gasps> Yay! Wow, double 19s from her. God damn it. Mm. So she, she, the cloud stays up. Do you have anything else, Malachi? Um, nope. Okay. Um, Lizzie is going to try and get rid of Reagan because he's here and scary. Um, so she just kind of like holds up her hands and casts a spell on you. Oh, wait, how close is Reagan? Currently he's out of aura, but I will say you can get him in aura if you want to move around to the other side. Yeah, could I have done that actually? Mm-hmm. 
you kind of scoot around to the other side of the dreamer, so Reagan's on the edge of your aura. So Reagan, you have aura for this wisdom saving throw I'm asking you to make. Uh-huh. <laughs> 10. Wow. Mm. Cool. You guys watch as uh, Reagan kind of like slams into her hag form with this hammer and Lizzie goes, this isn't a fun game at all and holds out her hands and Reagan is turned into a doll. Um, you watch as he shrinks ah! down and there is a, a little doll form of Reagan just lying on the ground. Oh my God, he's slightly smaller than he was before. <laughs> um, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> cool. Oh, Malachi gets like the puss in boots eyes. He's so cute. <laughs> Uh, wow. Okay. And then Lizzie will, uh, she's going to run over. She's still scared of the doll, um, <laughs> but you can't attack her. So she's going to run over kind of by Cassie toward like the back of the room. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Finn, that is your turn. <sighs> All right. So I'm going to wander out of these oh, yeah. overlapping clouds. First, make me a con save before you do anything oh. else. Does Finn's cloud travel with <laughs> No. Two. Ooh. Okay. That was a nat one. You take 18 poison damage. Ooh. Ah! As you are kind of like choking on this poison cloud around you. <laughs> but I stumble forward and I burst out of the clouds and you see I'm holding Nurgle in front of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Nurgle's just breathing directly into Finn's mouth. <laughs> I put him back on my shoulder. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> now, I am going to deal some damage. Hopefully, I'm Eldritch Blasting the Dreamer. Nice. Can't hurt. 25 and 16. 25 hit, 16 does not. 10 damage. Oh, boy. Okay. <gasps> and then she's going to get tentacled. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 23 to hit. Hits. Five damage. Okay. She is barely there. Ah! From what you can see, from what Reagan, or well, I guess just Finn can see, um, the dreamer, her form is flickering, um, and you guys can all see that the whole dream around you at this point is shaking. Just need a stiff breeze, Finn. I can cast Gust. <laughs> Would you like Nurgle to do anything? gouge your eyes out. Oh! All of them. I didn't have advantage on that attack when I should have from Nurgle. That's true, but you would have had advantage on the first one, which is the one that hit. How do you know I didn't read them to you in reverse order? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Ah, you win this round. (laughs) Okay. Um, Nurgle, give me advantage on my next attack. (laughs) Okay. This is the dreamer's turn. Oh. She could just skip her turn. No. Yeah, you don't need to do anything. Just rest on your laurels. We're getting out of here anyway. How's Finn looking? You touch him, we'll find your real form. Wow. It's like you can tell that she's looking at... I won't stop. Yeah, go fuck yourself, you big old bitch! <laughs> I whisper to Malachi, that's kind of cute, right? I scoop up Dal Reagan and, and cradle him to my bosom. I'm wearing armor. Malachi, he's going to get the gold. Um, 
you can tell that she is like very much like bloodied and the form is falling apart and she sort of like knows that. Um, but she seems unbothered by it. Um, and she kind of says like, game on your terms. All right, let's play. Uh, and she's going to walk around Malachi so that she's on the other side of him hey. so that she can then cast Lightning Bolt at both you. I chuck Reagan And Finn. I'm going to say she can't. <laughs> Reagan is over and in doll form, um, but she's going to hit you and, and Finn. So I need, ah! I need dexterity saving throws from both of you. Andy, I will let you choose. I don't know if you would have walked close enough to get into Aura. We didn't really specify. Oh, I would have. Okay, great. Um, so you guys can both both with Aura. Oh no, this is super effective against water types. <laughs> oh my god. 14. 17. Okay. Finn just passes. Malachi fails. Um, but it'll yeah. be halved from Aura of Warding anyway. Yeah, it will. Um, so, 34 halves to 17. Um, halves to whatever half of 17 is for Finn. And Finn is going to cast Hellish Rebuke. Yeah. Okay, what do I need to do? You need to make a dexterity save. Okay. Um, <laughs> it might kill her either way. She does have advantage on the save because they have advantage against spells. Mm. Boo. Oh my God. Uh, she still fails, 15. Damn. Aha! This lightning bolt hits Finn <laughs> and like, he's so singed by the lightning that a bunch of water inside him suddenly boils up into steam that shoots right back at her. Uh-huh. And she takes... Malachi ducks. <laughs> 6d10 damage. Yeah, ah! wow. Really should have kept that in. And she takes 31 damage <laughs> as I just blast her with my sauna water. Okay. I told you not to touch him. <laughs> yeah, you, you sure did. Um, so here's what happens. This bolt of lightning goes out. Um, Malachi, you take it pretty much to the chest, although it gets deflected around you somewhat by your aura. Ah. Um, Finn, you manage to just barely jump out of the way. Um, and as you're jumping out of the way, just like you said, this seawater sort of like wells up from within you and shoots right back at her. And you see it just impacts the middle of her form. Malachi, you see this most clearly, both by virtue of being closest and by the true sight. Um, you watch as it just sort of like hits the middle of her chest and her form just kind of like shatters into like what looks like bits of stained glass. And then the whole palace mm. around shatters. Um, you see, I'm gonna say, Finn, you can kind of see most clearly Cassie and Lizzie where they're by the door. They don't shatter, they just disappear. Oh, bye. In like the last split second, they just both vanish. And everything around you splinters into these shards of glass kind of like falling around you. Um, as you see the dreamer, last expression, just this slight smile. Consider yourself rebuked. And then all at once, all three of you, open your eyes. Reagan, you are no longer a doll. Oh, man. <gasps> you are back on Matt Black in the Lightless Sea, and it is like nothing has happened. In fact... Am I still being cradled by Malachi? Yes. <laughs> no, you guys aren't standing <laughs> next to each other. You're like separated, like as if it's like you blinked and you're just like back where you were. Are we like wounded still no you actually can each go wow. ahead and mechanically long rest as you Whoa. essentially reset back to where you'd been before the battle wow malachi's like patting himself for like 
feeling still electric. <laughs> yeah, you guys just got burned. You were Reagan, you were just a doll, but you guys just kind of like reset back <laughs> to your forms and are on Matt Black in the Lightless Sea. Oh. Hey. Hey, uh um weird question. Did anybody else just have a weird dream maybe? <laughs> I whip around to Reagan. <laughs> uh-huh. You were there, Malachi, and Reagan, you were there too. And Nurgle, you were there. <laughs> hmm? ah! Oh my god, he's normal sized. Okay. Oh, you had the same one. No, nothing nothing happened to me. <laughs> 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 Nurgle looks so freaked out. He is like kind of like flapping around your head, Finn, making like little circles, going like ah! Wait, you mean you were it was that real? Ah! Oh, wow. I didn't know seagulls could dream. Ah! Wow, Malachi. <laughs> what? How would I know that? <laughs> I feel like you could just assume it. Maybe seagulls can't, but Nurgle can. Ah! I think seagulls can. Do seagulls dream of electric french fries? No, but they apparently dream of electric bolts uh. being shot by the dreamer. Hey, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Do we have our spell slots back too then? Mm-hmm. You, you guys can long rest. Yeah, okay. Well, that sucked. I mean, I don't feel like I learned a moral or anything. That was just bad. that was just a bad time. Yeah, I've had more illuminating acid trips. Ah, oh, I sit down. <laughs> is the light still there? Uh, you look out to see if the light is still there. Um, you have to like wait a second for your eyes to adjust, which really is an indicator that something physical happened because your pupils are like not as dilated as they need to be to uh see things in the lightless sea um regardless as your eyes adjust there it is still in the same spot where it was the same distance from you as it was matt black set on his course is still moving toward it um i have a pen in my inventory, let it be known. I have a pen, and I still have Nira's diary. So I'm uh-huh. gonna rip out a page and get the pen, and I'm gonna copy down uh, the um, whatever my tattoo's telling me about like where we are. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, you look you look back down at your tattoo. Um, it is no longer kind of spinning wildly before. It is telling you a a set of coordinates for your your precise location in the lightless sea. I label it bad fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take a peep at my uh, holy symbol, por favor. Yeah, you take a peep at your holy symbol. It goes back to looking, it has gone back to looking the way that it looked before, um, like when, when you were in the dreamer's realm, it looked more obscured. It it has gone back now to still being not quite clear, mm. but not, it hasn't gotten worse. Kind of feel like she doesn't want me to reach the light. Is anyone else getting that vibe? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Although if ever there was a time where she was probably in a weakened state, I'd say it's right now. I feel like we obviously didn't just kill her, but I'm sure we ruined her day. So maybe now is the time to go to the light when she'll be least able to stop us. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't want that to happen, so. Do you want me to pump the brakes on Matt Black, or? No, I feel like we should keep going. I feel like that was her attempting to stop us. We have brakes? <laughs> yeah. I've also got a nitro booster back there. Oh my god, why would I ever use that? <laughs> oh, you got NOS? 
Reagan, we've been in chase sequences and we didn't use that. Fuck, man. Fire up the NOS. <laughs> well, here's the problem, right? You just haven't found the NOS button. It's there somewhere. I just don't know where. Oh, my Malachi God. flips up a, a section of the handrail. Wait a second. I was wondering what that extra dial on the back of the bidet was. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I thought that hurt more than it should have. Cool. You guys continue to drift through the lightless sea toward the light. I would like to press my little holy symbol up to, I, well, I will ask Reagan if I can hold it up to his tattoo and see if that does anything. Uh, Do you think this will, I mean, how magic is this? I don't know. Try it. I touch it. It'll probably exfoliate him, if nothing else. Shut the fuck up, Findrew. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it does anything, but it does feel nice, Reagan. It's kind of smooth. Oh. Is it is it warm? Probably. Yeah. Is it a like, uh, a warm rock? That's <laughs> okay. I remove <laughs> it from Reagan's tattoo. Uh -huh. <laughs> then I wanna I wanna hold up Nurgle to the tattoo and see if anything happens. <laughs> Nurgle like looks at the tattoo for a minute, like he's reading it, and goes, "Ah." Hmm. Indeed. Indeed. So true, King. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. Anybody got anything else they wanna hold up to me? Ah, <laughs> uh, some standards. <laughs> I, I place a gentle little smooch on Reagan's tattoo. <laughs> Ooh, wait, come back. Warm, warm rock. What? Come back. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Nope, we're done. I whispered to Nurgle, oh, no, this is what I've been afraid of this whole time. <laughs> Kissing Reagan's arm? <laughs> cool. You continue to drift. Um, The fog sort of goes past you. I don't think we're drifting. I think we're purposefully sailing. Purposefully sailing. I'm sorry. Drift implies that we're like just hanging <laughs> mm -hmm. out. No, we're here to fuck up that light. You c No, we're not here to fuck up that light. <laughs> Continue to sail strongly through the fog as if you know exactly where you're going, which you do. I mean, uh, unlike the sort of times before when you've been navigating based just on sort of like Finn's internal sense, which admittedly, historically, steers you pretty damn well but yeah. you you have this this light that you're you you set the front of matt black directly toward it and you sail what if what if this is just following her path i don't know we don't have any better ideas i don't know man what if i get struck by lightning i could arrange that that already happened and we're fine that was a bad so. example actually <laughs> yeah that's on me fuck i mean we can't just not see yeah, yeah, I mean, I, if, if it's just her at the end of this, then that's that, I suppose. Finn, your eye catches over the edge of the rail, this, like, school of, like, luminescent jellyfish that briefly bob up to the surface of the ocean and kind of, like, float there for a bit before sinking back down. I telepath, hello. Hi. That's all, just wanted to give them a nice little greeting. Yeah. They sink back down into the inky depths. Hey, so that was all pretty fucked up, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Emphatically. I mean, I'm never going to meet another person in my life and not wonder if they're Cassie. Uh, can I do a little sketch on the, the back of the page that Reagan ripped mm -hmm. out of what the dreamer looked like to me? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you do a little sketch, show it to Finn and Reagan. Ooh. So this is what she actually looks like, I think. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> uh, does anybody know what the fuck? Oh, yeah, that's supposed to be an eyeball. Sorry. Oh, they're they're all they're all uh, yes. Those the, all of those I... are eyeballs, and that's that's her dress. 
uh, Malachi adds in a little swirly on her dress. We should draw like a little word balloon to make her say something. I draw a little word balloon that says, I'm a big bitch. I hate you. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Hannah, do any of us recognize, or I guess I, I'm asking for me, I, uh, any recognition of a, of a creature that looks something like this? Yeah, um, give me a, I would say nature, arcana, or religion are all legit. They'll get you slightly different information. Can we all do those? One of these? Yeah, you, any of you can do that. Hey, you think if one of us died in the dream, we would have just woken up? Hmm. Also, Malachi, for the record, true seeing is still up. Um, you're not seeing anything else, like, interesting, but, like, it is still up for an hour. So does the light just look like a light? Yeah. The light just looks like a light. Are there any secret doors on Matt Black? Um, <laughs> so true. Great question. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there are. Andy, just roll a d20 for me. I run around the ship real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do Finn and Reagan look any different than their normal appearance? <laughs> um, Reagan doesn't. Finn, I think, frankly, um, you can see, like... Can I see his ink platter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see like his his <laughs> eyes have this kind of like inky quality to him, like the way he looks when he casts some of his scarier spells or what his eyes look like right now. And I think you can also see like almost like phantom like gills oh. on the side of his neck. Can you see his pearl germinating somewhere deep within? <laughs> yeah, and you see the pearl. It's not x-ray vision. <laughs> sure it is. I got a 11 on my Arcana and a 14 on the D20. Okay. Malachi, you kind of like do a quick sweep of Matt Black. Um, You do find down in the cargo hold, there's like, it's not like a door, but it's like a secret cubby. Uh, I absolutely open it. Wait, what if he keeps his like port in here? Reagan, you better open it. <laughs> uh, okay, I... I flail aimlessly until... I, 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 I grab Reagan's wrist and place it on the door. Mm-hmm. Cubby, handle, whatever. Guys, I have a mage hand for situations <laughs> like this. That's okay, I want to do it. What is the porn going to do? Attack us? <laughs> Reagan, you open the cubby. Um, you find, first of all, there's like a very expensive like bottle of whiskey that is like higher quality than anything else you guys have found and mostly already drunk by this point on this oh, ship. Mine. There's two like nice glasses and then there is what looks like a like leather harness of some sort in there. <laughs> uh, okay, I shut the door before Finn can look in. What is it, guys? Nothing. It's just an empty hole. Oh. Hmm, nope, it's a... It's a full hole. <laughs> By the way, I, I've been thinking about what Baleen said about maybe having, like, a leather harness on my shoulder for Nurgle to sit on. Let me know if you find anything. <laughs> why, would, why, would, why would you need that? Hannah, I would like to pocket the nice whiskey and the yes. leather harness. Sure. <laughs> you can put that in both. Hmm. Um, How big are your pockets? We've gotten distracted from two things now. Back to true seeing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the other interesting thing you've noticed now that you're no longer kind of mid-battle is you're just sort of looking around like, huh, anything interesting around here? Um, Nurgle is... Ooh. You've cast stuff like detect magic and detect good and evil and divine sense and etc. around Nurgle before and have never really like noticed anything weird. Um, but you can see that like, while he definitely 
is a seagull. He's got the same thing kind of going on with his eyes, which have always been a little beady and unsettling as Finn's got going on, where they're kind of like inky and almost look like they're like trailing shadow out of the corners a little bit. Yeah. And you sort of can see as he sort of like cocks his head and like looks back at you, this sort of like sophisticated intelligence to him that he's always had, but there's something just like, it's almost uncomfortable to look at him directly with true seeing up. Oh, hi, Nurgle. Ah! Uh, good to have you back here. <laughs> I guess you were here the whole time. Ah! Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're really smart. I don't say that enough. Ah! What did everyone get on there? Andy got an 11. All right, I'll take a 13 for nature, please. Okay. 18 nature also. Wow. Um, so... With a 13 and 11, I will say the two of you, uh, Finn and Malachi, are pretty lost. Like, this does not ring a bell as something that you would have heard of. I think the closest is kind of Finn, the vague sort of, like, the the more fleshy form of her and all the eyes and stuff like that, like, reminds you of some of, like, the vibes you've gotten from your dad a little bit, but not quite the same. Mm. Reagan, um, looking at... Malachi's little drawing you you sort of can tell that this is and I think you're looking at Malachi's little drawing and you're also kind of like putting together some of what you heard the dreamer say and what you sort of like thought of while you had a couple of moments to just chill and be a doll um in the middle of the fight (laughs) I'm just Um, a little guy (laughs) um and you sort of picked up on how frustrated she sounded at Malachi being able to see her true form and how she said that like the the fey form was her true form and like this is only temporary it seems to you like what Finn described the kind of like two forms that he saw when he cast dream it seems like the eye creature probably is where she started and she's trying to move herself somehow toward that fey form and is currently sort of stuck in the middle. Um, she's sort of gotten herself into this approximation of this beautiful fey and has just sort of gotten stuck there. Um, is sort of what, what you, examining the forms, the drawings that you're seeing and what you saw from her and what your friends have told you, that's what you can sort of put together. And I think you also would be able to put together that the original form seems like some sort of aberration. Um, Those are kind of like strange, otherworldly creatures. If you find them in the Lunluma Ocean, they're almost always out in the Aberrant Sea, hence the name. Or they sort of trickle in from other planes. They're just these very, like, very otherworldly and strange creatures. Um, And it seems like she started out as one of those. I love aberrations. Hmm. Okay, guys, so I'm getting the sense that, remember that, that shit that we read about, I dreamed myself a new thing and became it? Yeah, in her uh-huh. evil diary. Yeah, so she's some sort of abominable ball of eyes that is, like, mm. forcing itself into a new form by the sheer power of will and dreams. So she's creating a beautiful world for herself in a beautiful new form, and she's- Could I do that? doing god knows what with whoever she wants to collect from the rest of the world good question finn can you stop meditating mm, i start meditating harder <laughs> i meditate harder harder <laughs> <laughs> finn sprouts a small flower from the top of his head <laughs> nothing happens 
Well, this confirms our suspicions, but doesn't particularly loose. I've been around, but I haven't been that around, you know? Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, Malachi, what were you saying about her trying to kill you? Like, way back when? Well, not. I guess it's not way back when. It would have been... Uh, Hannah, how long has it been since the start of the campaign? Uh, how long have we been like sailing? Like, three months. <laughs> like, yeah, like, a couple months. Yeah, I guess it was actually just a few months ago, so I really should still be more angry about it, I guess, but I kind of... Did she push you off a waterfall? Uh... Well, I thought it was her, but she didn't really give me any straight answers. Um, when I... You guys know I lived in a cave, right? I'm familiar. <laughs> sort of have put that together. Yeah, when I, uh, when I left the army, I just kind of ran away, I guess. I didn't really do anything. I just sort of ran away to a, a deserted island, and I lived in a cave for a few years, um, and that kind of sucked. Yeah, seems like it would. Yeah, and, uh, kind of felt like, I don't know, maybe I'd, if I wasn't doing good things, then there wasn't really a, maybe I shouldn't just shouldn't do anything, which I realize now is a faulty philosophy, but, uh, it did result in a few close calls, um, except for I don't really know if that was, I don't know. Sometimes things were kind of weird and it didn't really feel like I was making decisions. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. It was a really weird time. I mean, you said that someone told you in a dream to jump off a waterfall. You want to unpack that? I'm I'm explaining this really poorly. Yeah, it was that, but also sometimes I was doing things that weren't of my own volition, really. And I don't really know how to explain that. Like, what kind of things? Like, mostly harmless things. I don't really remember that much. I was... Uh, those cave years are kind of a blur, to be honest. Yeah, I know how that is. I get it. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time I've awoken out of a trance to find myself kneeling in front of a pyramid of seashells, I mean, I'd have a bunch of nickels. <laughs> What's a nickel? Good question. <laughs> it's just something I've heard people say. I don't like to talk about myself. It's kind of embarrassing. It wasn't a it wasn't a, a proud period for me. Dude, I went to jail. Yeah, but that wasn't your fault. Yeah, and neither was this yours. I mean I was depressed, so I kind of just thought it was that. Uh but I would have like weird dreams about I don't know. Dread. The the judge? I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> judge Dread. Continue. Yeah, I didn't read any comics. I didn't really it was just me in <laughs> the dirt. So, yeah, just really dreadful dreams with, like, dark figures and crying out, and sometimes I thought I could see someone, but then never really, and then sometimes I'd wake up somewhere I didn't fall asleep, uh, and, uh, you know, when I woke up, it, I always felt kind of, like, foggy, and then one time, uh, yeah, one time I woke up and, uh, something was telling me to take a walk, and I took a walk right off, uh, Right off the waterfall. Dude. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I lived. Like, something was trying to pull me down in the pool, but then something else made that stop happening, and that's when I found my rock. Wait, sorry, like, like a monster? So th like like tentacles or like... Listen, man, I... Like literal pulling or like... I... I... I don't know. I don't know if this is all just me making up some reason to get my f sorry ass off that rock, but, uh... I don't know what was just in my head or what wasn't, or if in my head doesn't mean that it's not. 
So, so wait, so you were drowning in a pool after something told you to walk off a waterfall, and then you blacked out and you woke up on top of your rock? Am I remembering that part correctly? Because uh, if I had a nickel for every time I blacked out and woke up on top of a rock, I would also have a lot of nickels. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what they are either. I just liked it when Finn said it. Right? It, it just feels good in the mouth. Um, kind of, yeah. I. I it, it was weird, because normally when I was having these dreams, I didn't really know what was happening, except for that, like, I would just, like, wake up and be like, okay don't know what just happened there but this time I, I remember walking I remember like someone thinking just walk straight off but it didn't feel like it you know it didn't you know you know how your own thoughts sound right mm-hmm I'm not entirely sure it wasn't Malachi in my head saying that it wasn't my little voice my deep voice mm-hmm. big <laughs> voice my normal Malachi voice <laughs> the way that I sound as a a man. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, because that was when I was awake, which is why I wasn't really sure. But it kind of just felt fine, you know? Like I was just being pulled down to the bottom of the pool, and that was fine. Like, it kind of just felt like that was, you know, that's what's supposed to happen. That was for the best. And then suddenly, like, right as I was sort of hitting that, I blacked out. And I thought I was just going to die, except for I woke up on the grass on top of the rock. And I thought I heard someone talking to me. But when I woke up, it was just me and the stupid rock. Sorry, I uh, <laughs> I pat the rock. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was the stupid rock. <laughs> it feels warm as you go to pat it. This, yeah. Except for there wasn't huh. anything really on it. It just felt significant. I don't know why I picked it up, honestly. As Malachi holds it up, the like symbol on the front of it looks clearer than it ever has. Hey. Okay, yeah, definitely didn't look like that. <laughs> yeah, so uh I I kind of like I didn't know what that was. Like I said I thought that was just I don't know, something weird that I dreamed up on my isolationist island. But then when we met her in the forest, I kind of thought maybe it was her because she was calling from the bottom of the well at one time with the blood, which sounded like uh, and then she knew my she knew us, but she knew all of our names, I guess. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it was her who did it. Maybe it was just me, but fuck, I don't, I don't. I've been so sad for the past couple months thinking it was her, but what if it wasn't? But if it was her, what? What is it? Fuck, dude. Gah! That's intense. Yeah, that's a puzzler. Yeah, I mean, I like we all know I'm fucked up, but that's like that's pretty good, man. Listen, I'm not. I'm not proud of my mental state at the time. Well, yeah, but, like, I mean, (laughs) depressed is, like, somebody was fucking with you. I mean, if you're hearing somebody else's voice inside your head, that tends to be a uh, bad sign. Yeah, usually it's just you or Finn. Oh, sorry. Nowadays. Oh, yeah, it is just me. (laughs) Knock, knock, motherfucker, here I am. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I also hear a voice that isn't mine in my head, but it's sort of a constant low rumble. I can never make out any of the words that it's saying. Yes, Finn, hmm. that's normal. That's concerning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always found it sort of comforting. Uh, okay, so question number one. Your jar of dirt is, is from that island? Yeah, that's the dirt that I woke up on. It felt nice. I don't know. 
if 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 someone saved me there, then I thought maybe that I didn't really like water, so I needed something a little piece of safety with me. Oh, that's sad. You brought your own little patch of hallowed ground. Can I take a look at it? You can touch it. Well, I, I don't know if you can touch it, but you can look at it. Um, I guess you can touch it. Fine. Hannah, can I get any vibes off of this thing? You can make a insight check. I cast detect magic. Yeah. You don't see anything inherently magical about it. Did you just crit? I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) And that comes to a 24. This is why I need friends to help me figure out my little puzzles. Yeah. Um, Finn, you don't see anything inherently magical about the dirt. Um, Reagan, you kind of like take the jar and are like looking at it. I stick my little fingy in. Yeah. Swirl it around. Gentle. There is nothing holy or magical about the dirt itself. But as you're looking at it, and as you, even more than that, as you're looking at like the way Malachi is like watching you as a hawk, as you're looking at it, and as you're sort of remembering the time you've spent traveling with him and and recontextualizing that in the context of the story that he just told you, um, you get the sense that Malachi viewing this as a sort of anchor it has given it a sort of power of its own anyway, in terms mm. of just kind of keeping that tether. Um, so on the one hand, and from one perspective, yes, it is just ordinary dirt, but... Don't talk about my dirt that way. At the same time, the importance the kind of symbolism and the importance that it holds to Malachi has made it so it's not just ordinary dirt. Hmm. Huh. Looks like ordinary dirt to me. You watch your tongue. (laughs) I look at Malachi with a face full of a deep, deep, bittersweet understanding, and I, I very gently close it and hand it back to him. And I go, guys, I'm having a thought here. Ooh, this is big. Doesn't happen that often. I know. Malachi looks warily at Reagan. <laughs> My brain rattled around enough that it hit a corner, and now I'm experiencing a synapse fire. Malachi, do we have any towels nearby? <laughs> what? Just in case. You know how it gets when he has thoughts. Mal, what if we go back to the island where this all happened? Uh, I don't love that place. Yeah, but you need answers, and... It was, it, I mean, it was just, I, I was the only one there. The only one that you saw, or thought, or any... But you were hearing people, you thought pe- somebody pulled you out of there, or something. I mean, I don't know, there was nobody there when I opened my eyes. Yeah, but, like, people exist in different ways. Know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah... If you want to find your god, I bet your surest shot is back there. But what about the light? What about this magic light that we've been sailing towards? <laughs> well, when we sailed into the magic light, we got dicked by her dreaminess. No, but we haven't gotten there yet. Okay, yeah, fine. We can we can sail into this ball of light first. I mean, I feel like she doesn't want me to reach the ball of light, which kind of makes me want to reach it. Well, okay, then let's reach the ball of light. But if that, if that doesn't give us what... Yeah, we, we need we are. Mm, I kind of think we should go back there. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I feel like I, we have more pressing matters than that. I mean, like, 
I don't know. I mean, it like me not knowing what happened isn't. I mean, it's sure it matters to me, but and like I hear you, dog. Don't get me wrong. I know, I know how you are about the cause, but that's the thing. If something is trying to kill you and something else is trying to save you, and there seem to be two sort of cosmic forces like deadlocked in a war for your soul or whatever. Mal, you're the only person who, like, understands what's going on, like, in the world right now. We need- That's really a bad sign. <laughs> wow, I don't- But we need you. I don't- I don't- I wouldn't go that far. I- I am. I am going that far. I mean, I don't have anything to do with- I don't give a shit about if somebody wants to go fuck off and do an empire or whatever. Like, you know, you're the only person who understands that. That's why we need you. I mean, I feel like you kind of do. The Empire was what's funding the torture of sorcerers, right? And the Empire is what's trying to destroy Finn's home. I feel like we all have a stake in this. Oh yeah, I care significantly. I'm not saying anything about stakes. I'm saying you lived in this. You know this. You were the one who understood it right off the bat, what was going on. Well... It, uh, the part of the problem was I didn't understand right off the bat. Yeah, well, now you do, yeah. man. I'm, ju I'm just trying to, we need to figure out. No, I know, I know, I know. I just, I feel like. Right, Reagan, I'm sure going back to the island might be helpful for Malachi, but that is a huge detour that we cannot afford to make right now. I know what you're saying. I just, I don't think that that's... me having answers isn't cosmically important. You can't build on a shitty foundation, man. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if whatever, if we have to go save the fucking world or whatever the fuck. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we don't want to do that if you don't know who's trying to kill you. You know, like... I don't know, actually. You've lost me. Okay, so Finn, remember how Mal was talking about how he heard voices in his head telling him to kill himself? Uh-huh. Yeah, and we still don't know who that was. Yeah. So it would be better if we were to go back there to the root of these problems, hash out who's trying to kill Malachi and who is trying to save Malachi, so that way we get Malachi's shit on lock. Right, and it'd be better if I had an ice cream sundae to eat right now, but, like, we have to set priorities here. We have the things to do. Malachi is my priority. Oh, man. Aww. <laughs> oh. Ew, knock that off. What are you, gay? <laughs> Finn, it would be a hell of a lot better if we understood how you biologically functioned too, but... Yeah, sure, maybe, but it's not the most important thing in the world right now. Okay, I think we've gone into a tangent that perhaps is distracting us from the points that we are each actually intending to make here. Which is, it sounds like we're all in agreement that we want to put a stop to Lithios' expansion, right? Right. Sure. And the adventurer. And the adventurer, too. Like, I don't know about... I know, Reagan, you were saying that it would be fun to be a god, but I feel like she's just using... She's using Lithios as an excuse to elevate herself above the rest of the world, which is not really a position that she gets to take for herself, you know? Um, it's at this point, Malachi, as you're sort of like, Reagan's tossed this new idea into the mix and you're thinking about the island and the waterfall and you've just come from this dream sequence and you're, you're trying to sort of like sort through everything that's laying in front of you, um, that you get 
pulled from your thoughts by the light. Like, all of a sudden, it's it's almost like you round a bend, although you know you didn't round a bend, and you can see it even brighter. And it just sort of, the fog is still there, but it's like the light just pierces straight through it. Matt Black continues sailing closer, slowing a little bit, almost as if the ship kind of, like, knows to slow. I would like to stand in front of Reagan and Finn. You stand, you take this stance... In front of them. Oh, well, now I can't see. Um, Regan and Finn. I lift up my arm so Finn can see. <laughs> yeah. You guys poke around. Ah. Nurgle sort of, like, huddles behind you. As you see, the source of the light emerging from the fog is a lighthouse. <gasps> on top of this rocky, kind of craggy island, there is a white tower, a lighthouse, There's a couple windows kind of like dotted along the side. And at the top of the lighthouse, there is a light emanating out through a little window, just kind of piercing into the fog. Uh, you guys can see that, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The lighthouse. Hannah, how far away are we? By the point where you see it, frankly, there's so much fog that in order to see it, you probably have to get pretty close. So like 150 feet. Nurgle, can you go check if that's real? Ah! Um, Nurgle does not seem happy about this, but he takes off, flaps over, lands on the island itself, and kind of, like, waddles up to the lighthouse and, like, taps on it with his claws. As you guys are getting closer and having a moment to look at it, there is one discrepancy, which is that uh, Malachi, you can see a door on the side of the lighthouse. Um, just this this little door. Uh, Reagan and Finn cannot see that door. To you, there is just, there is no door on the lighthouse. Huh, how's anyone supposed to get inside of that? Finn, send, you should send him in, see if he sees who, if anyone's in there. In where? Are the, the windows are closed. In the front door? What? What front door? Or back, I don't know if what? it's the front door, it might be the back door. There's no door. Oh fuck. Is this a euphemism? Is this a true seeing thing? What? I see a door. Oh. Oh. I don't know if this is a true seeing thing or if if you guys just aren't good at seeing through fog. But <laughs> I have perfect eyesight. My eyes are accustomed to the inky depths, thank you very much. Nurgle, can you see the door? Ah! Nurgle flies back to you guys and kind of like shakes his head. Hmm. hmm. Well, do you want me to double park? I the boat? suppose. Is there, like, can we get Mac Black up to the shore, or should we just, like, would we have to rowboat? You would have to either rowboat or, like, jump out of Mac Black and swim. Uh, I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like I have to see what this is if I've been dreaming about it for this long. Yeah. Yeah, no way we're just gonna leave now. Maybe it'll be something good, or maybe it'll be something bad, and then we can get that out of the way. But either way, it'd be nice not to have creepy fog dreams anymore, and if- I'm sick of shit being bad. I'm deciding that this is gonna be good. Wow, I didn't know that was allowed. I, I'm making that choice right now. That this is uh, gonna be good. You get off of Matt Black into a robo? Yeah. All three of you? Okay. I think we should probably solstice it anyways, just oh, so it's yeah. not like sitting out. Yeah. You get into the robo, you take Matt Black. Solstice! You row up to the island. You're able to kind of like hop out and pull the rowboat up. And 
you are sort of standing on the island. Uh, divine sense? You do divine sense? Um, this is hallowed ground. Detect magic. Yeah, uh, oh boy is there magic. Whoa! You get just abjuration from the whole lighthouse and kind of nothing beyond that. Mm. Well, it's magic. I think I was right. I think this is good. I'm going to start drinking that expensive whiskey I found earlier. (laughs) As Reagan is uncorking the whiskey, and as you guys are sort of standing here talking in hushed voices, um, Reagan and Finn see no change. Malachi, you see the door open. The door just kind of like slowly swings open and standing in a warmly lit doorway is a woman. She has dark skin, hair kind of like pulled back in a low bun. Um, Looks like she could be 25 or 60, wearing like a blue sweater and holding a mug of tea that is sort of like fogging up the like small glasses that she wears. Um, And she just sort of like looks directly at you, nods, smiles a little bit, and is like, good to see you finally. Um, Do you want to come in? Um, can they come? I think it would be best if you and I spoke alone first. I turn to Finn and Reagan. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> can the door talk? There's no door, Finn. No, uh, I think she's the one that I've been looking for. I'll, I'll be right back. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, he's finally getting married. <laughs> what? No, it's a woman. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, wow, okay. (laughs) Wait. Hey, that's cool. You, Malachi, you approach... You approach the doorway. The woman sort of, like, steps back a little to let you in. Do you enter? Yes. You walk inside. The woman kind of shuts the door behind you and sort of, like, turns to you and smiles. And she's like, okay, it is really good to have you here. Um... Can I see the rock? Um. uh, What are you going to do with it? Just finish it. I pull the rock out and I hold it out to her. But I don't let go. (laughs) I just want to hold it out. She sets two fingers lightly on top of it. And there is this pouring of light out from her fingertips that envelops the whole rock. The rest of the moss is burned away. The rest of the kind of like dirt and like any anything that was still obscuring it is burned away. And you see a completed symbol that looks like a lighthouse with a little flame sort of at the top of it. And she sort of smiles and then shows you a necklace that has that same symbol on it that she's wearing. Kind of like pulls it out from under her sweater and holds it up and tucks it back in she goes kind of silly to be wearing my own holy symbol that's not really a thing that gods usually do i think but um didn't really have anyone else who was wearing it so it sort of felt like someone should so i just kind of did myself well i mean i am yeah you are (sighs) thank you for that by the way oh um (laughs) you can call me the keeper okay um i expect you have a lot of questions do you want a cup of tea yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, great. I have blueberry, um, hibiscus, chamomile. Um, if you need caffeine, I've got. Malachi chai. is like 
trying so hard <laughs> not to cry. <laughs> I I don't know, whatever is best. Mm, okay, I think chamomile. This feels like a situation that calls for chamomile. Um, she like goes over to the little tea kettle and kind of like makes and pours you a cup of this sort of like flowery, earthy tea, turning her back to you for a moment so you can kind of like take a couple of deep breaths. I attack her with my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Outside, Reagan is pouring Finn a shot. Mm. Don't drink it all. We have to save some for our celebration at the end of the campaign. <laughs> On Solaris's dime. Oh, ooh, my throat is burning. <laughs> I run and lap up some salt water from the shore. All right, now bite the lime. <laughs> oh, good, good call. We don't want to get scurvy out here. <laughs> She turns around again and hands the cup of tea to you and sort of like sits down at this little table. You you see kind of like looking around, you're in like a round, a round room that seems to mostly function as a kitchen. Um, there is like a bed ag- against, I want to say in the corner, but there's not really a corner. It's a round room. So just sort of like against, against the wall, <laughs> I guess. Does the bed have a rounded edge or is there an awkward space between it and the round wall? <laughs> no, there's like an awkward space between it and the round wall. Um, there is like a, a little like comfortable chair um, that has like a book sitting on a table next to it. Um, there is this little kitchen table, like I said, and then there's a staircase that like leads up clearly to another floor or other floors based on how tall the lighthouse was kind of above. Um she sort of, like, sits down and takes a sip of her tea, just kind of watching you. And she's like, yeah, I'm glad you found your way here. Not that I ever had any doubt, but... Well, you're, that makes one of us. Um... Why me? Well, you called to me. For the first time in hundreds of years, let me add. I did? Yes. I don't know if you knew you were doing it. And honestly, I, I don't know if you entirely meant to, but, um, well, I, I have been alone on this rock for mm, a very, very long time. Um, and I'm not used to people calling out to me by design, by design that no one was. I mean, that was the whole point. No one knows about me. Yeah, I know the feeling of uh, being on a rock so no one knows where you are, that sort of thing. I think maybe it was some sort of... I don't know. Are you the god of living in a lonely cave? Sorry. No, sorry. No, I mean, I didn't used to be. Um, But I guess that's sort of what I've made myself into at this point. Um, Anyway, you had been, I started to feel that there was someone who needed me and could help me, but also who was the person that I'd, a person that I'd been waiting for without knowing that I was waiting for it. Um, And so I reached out my power to you to make sure that you were okay, and you weren't okay, so I lifted you out of the pool and answered your call. Thank you for that. Thank you for everything you've done since. I mean, I haven't haven't really done anything yet, but I'm gonna try. I'll, whatever, what is it that you want me to do? Well, well, 
Okay, so... So, here's the problem, right? Um, I... Let me start from the beginning. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I have not always lived... I have not always gone by this name. I have not always lived in this lighthouse. I was a knight once, a soldier even, not too dissimilar from yourself. Um, I was one of the generals in the Sun Father's army years and years ago. Um, eons, even. And it was wonderful. He was... I mean, he was the sun. He was the... the he was the Holy Spirit. The strongest <laughs> of the old gods and the one who sort of held everything together. And I was glad to follow him and be his lieutenant. Um, and he gave me a particular task, which was... There was one day when he, he reached up to the sun where it was in the sky and he took a little piece of it down. It was after there had been a particularly harrowing battle um, with some of the, the other forces in the ocean and um, he had nearly fallen in battle, which I think it scared all of us. Um, and he gave me this piece of the sun and he told me to protect it, no matter what, to keep it safe, to make sure that it that it never went out, and that it could never be misused to hurt people. And so I, I did what was asked. I, I guarded the light. I made sure that I was wherever we went. I, I made sure that the light was with me and that that I was watching over it. Um, Malachi looks up towards the top of the lighthouse, <laughs> and then. Then the Sun Father left. You know, we just... Everyone woke up one morning and the old gods were gone. They just... Abandoned the world. They were just gone. And no one... No one knew why. And we were given no instructions or no indication of if they were ever coming back or, or where they had gone. And I... I knew I had to keep the light safe because I still had the light and it hadn't gotten any dimmer and it hadn't gone out. Um... Except everything went to shit very quickly. I mean, there was a power vacuum. There was um, all of these these people who had fought alongside me or fought against me were all of a sudden grabbing for power and trying to make themselves gods. Um, the Thunderer and the Bright Spark had this massive fight, tore each other apart, fell into the ocean, and everyone kind of didn't know what to do. I mean, after that, things just got even worse. It was this this chaos, and I... The light was, everyone knew about it. Everyone knew about the piece of the sun that had belonged to the Sun Father, and everyone knew that I was the one who had guarded it. And so I knew that there were those who would want to take it and use it to elevate their own power. And so I, I did the only thing I could think of, and I, um, hid. Um, and I, I wiped myself from the world. You did it. I had help, some some trusted friends, people that, the few people I knew I could rely on. Um, there's a reason that I could speak to you so much more strongly and closely on Avandra's island. Um, but we, mm. I, I erased my name, I erased the memory of me, I erased the memory of the light. I let it fade back into little stories until people thought that Pelor had taken the light with him. Um, 
and I. But isn't that, um, sorry, I, I, I know, uh, you were told to protect it, and you have, but isn't hiding it away sort of defeating the purpose of that? <sighs> I hope not. It's still, the power of it is still around. It's, it's like, it's like how when it's a cloudy day and the sun is behind clouds, you can still tell when it's day and when it's night, even if you can't see the sun itself. I, I know that this light's power is still having an influence. I, some of Avandra's followers draw on it without even knowing that's what they're doing. Most people who still worship the Sun Father, um, it still is what bolsters their power. It's, it's a, like an anchor on this plane almost, but I, it's true that I don't, I don't know if it being here is where it really should be, especially, especially in these times, especially with what's happening right now. And I think that's part of why I was so excited when I heard you calling me. So, um, am I, am I supposed to live on this island now with you? I mean, that no, doesn't no. seem like something that's gonna do much good. I, I've got it covered here. I, I've, I've protected this light for hundreds of years. Yeah, no, of course, of course. I, God, that was so stupid. No, I would it, even suggest that. It's, it's all right. Um, I think you need to carry it, protect it in the broader sense, because this is, I, I haven't been able to like watch every single step of your proceedings, um, but I've been paying attention to what's been happening and I am worried about some of the people you've crossed paths with. Um, yeah. Reagan. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> <laughs> Shirts are bogus! <laughs> you know, the high priestess in the execution that you were able to stop, um, when she spotted that your power, the, the way that you can reflect magic off of you, that drew her attention. Uh, that sort of power is not something that anyone else can do. That comes directly from me, and it's, it's a recognizable signature. That got her attention. It's been really helpful. <laughs> Thank you. Of course, and and the the doctor as well um, knew enough. The two of them have studied the history of this ocean well enough to recognize the signature of a gap, to recognize that your power was coming from someone who had been erased, and I think both of them have a vested interest in finding it. And then there's the matter of the adventurer who clearly wants to elevate herself this sort of power okay good so you do know about her too <laughs> and this sort of power would let her do exactly what she wants and but i i have to admit i think probably most troubling of all and before she can finish her sentence um <gasps> we're gonna cut back to reagan and finn um you guys are standing <sighs> on the shore sort of passing this whiskey back and forth, and Reagan, Finn takes a shot, goes over to the side of the ocean, and Finn, as you're sort of, like, slurping down the salt water to get the taste of whiskey out of your mouth, um, as you, like, straighten up, you see that the, the clouds around you have gone colorful. Like, there's some Thanks. sort of light show kind of happening <sighs> within them. 
oh, if I even see a single fucking beam, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I, I real quick contemplate the label on the bottle. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. In another moment, you see the clouds part and soaring out of them, her arms kind of like spread wide, is a figure that looks almost exactly like what Malachi drew for you on a little piece of paper. A woman in a dress with these these eye stalks protruding out of her shoulders and this very satisfied smile on her face. Um, inside the lighthouse, the keeper kind of cuts herself off mid-sentence as she holds up her hand and looks around and then sort of looks at you, Malachi, and goes, Okay, protecting the light, taking on a very literal meaning right this second. Um, and she just kind of like stands what? up, leaving her tea abandoned on the table, and she runs. Malachi pounds it back and runs. <laughs> she runs upstairs, actually. Oh. She starts to run upstairs. Malachi, you can see through the windows that there's this sort of like technicolor light. Do I follow you or do I? But she doesn't tell you. <laughs> I see her run upstairs and I look back at the door where I know Finn and Reagan are outside. And I open the door. Can they see me? You open the door. Um, I think at, at this moment, you guys basically, so Finn and Reagan, from your perspective, Malachi walked up to the lighthouse and then just walked through the wall. Um, you now <laughs> see him just sort of like stick out of the wall, kind of like looking at you. Uh, hey, Malachi, we got a situation. And Malachi, you see this figure just beginning to emerge from the clouds as she sort of like looks down at the three of you on the shore and then kind of like looks up at the light at the top of the lighthouse and she goes well isn't this delightful now no it's not you're going to see what kind of dreams i can create and i leave the door open for finn and reagan and i dash up the stairs after the keeper you dash up the stairs after the keeper. Um, you get there just in time, Malachi. You see this room at the top of the lighthouse. There is this, um, like this open space in the middle of it where there is just this flame. It's like the the center of it is like about the size of a basketball, but it, it seems to fill the entire room um, with this light that just feels so like it takes your breath away as you see it. Um, and you also see that the keeper has sort of like, basically you, you come to the top of the stairs and she's standing at the top of the stairs, sort of like reaching out her hands and putting this golden dome kind of like over the entire top of the lighthouse and you can see her eyes sort of like screwed shut in concentration as she is focusing on creating this dome and she goes okay we're going to need to get her out of here before she can get to this light um and outside you see beams of light of this sickly colorful light start flying everywhere Fucking beams um and that's where we're going to end our session for this week. <laughs> God damn. Always with the beams. It's a fucking Always whopper, Hannah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you liked that, which I hope you did, um, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ship of fools for lots of fun extra bonus content including the mud bath where we sink down in a pit of mud uh, and talk about the show. Um, so yeah, hop on over to patreon.com slash ship of fools if that sounds interesting to you. 
We have a few people that we need to thank. Thank you to Theo Golden for our beautiful logo art. You can find him at tgoldenart on Instagram. Thank you to Lucas Mangold for our theme music. You can contact him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com if you need nautical music or other types of music. And thank you also to Laura Boyman, who also has some beautiful music in this episode. And yeah, those are the people that we needed to thank. I told you where to find us. Um, you can also find us in your podcast feed with a new episode on August 16th. And until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye! Man, it's going to be so fucked if Finn <laughs> defeats my villain. I feel like it would be appropriate. I'm pretty pissed at her. You know she's not real. That's true. This is all just an imaginary <laughs> game. None of it's real. We're free! That's true. This is just a game on our terms. I can defeat the dreamer by just getting up and closing the call. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>